the wheel of time turns. In the country of Gildan, four wanderers are blown together by the ice-cold winds of civil war. What hero's journey might the pattern weave on their noble path? Get a load of these ones! <laughs> this is Who's Taking Watch, a show where we play D&D in our favorite worlds to tell some improvised fan fiction. I'm Brad, your DM for this arc set in the world of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With me is Zach, playing a surly sellsword with questionable social skills. My name is Dirk, son of Nanya, son of business. Michelle, playing Tao, a young boy who's trying to meet up with his literal brothers in arms. Eleven brothers and sisters, I'm very well versed in secrets. Marty as Paige, a charismatic herbalist looking for adventure. You expect me to tell you my life story when I've barely known you three days. And Victor as Lior, an ogier who's just trying to make sense of it all. We did nothing wrong. Really? Um, we killed someone. We? Mm, that's a very generous use of the word we. And yet, our heroes live in dark times. What are we going to do against the army of the Falls Dragon? He'll have nothing to fear from us just so long as he should walk in the light. Tal, get away! Trolloc! And I'll just charge. You just hear like a... Inside of your mind. So you guys are making your way to... This is gonna go so poorly. (laughs) Their path is lined with great triumph. Natural 20. (laughs) Tremendous tragedy. That is a natural 20. Oh, Oh, God. And whatever this is. We don't need certainty. We just need a knight. (laughs) <laughs> friggin' die. <laughs> oh, we're so far off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back on track as we turn the page and begin the first chapter of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Do you think the Dark One could be watching us? This is our chance for power. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Although your legacies may be weak, we have the power of numbers. But don't harm the girl. She's coming with me. We will make foundations bend to our will. Then no one can stop us, not even Oakvale. Soon, everyone will bow to the power of Scarn and his warriors. Prepare yourselves. Long ago, the world was at war. But then the ten dragons arrived and changed everything. They brought peace to the world and gave us the gift of magic. Those who can use that magic are called sorcerers. But that is about to change. My name is Nova, and this is the story of how I became the first warlock. Warlock, Episode 7, Master Your Power, Nova's Training. Felix and Nova stood in a clearing in the forest just outside the training field. All right, Nova, first of all, I want you to tell me what you've learned so far about magic. Well, not much, honestly. 
I know that mist is the energy within ourselves that allows us to use magic, and legacies are the individual ways in which we use our mist. Correct. And Ren taught me that mist is always within us, and not to call upon it only when I need it. I'm impressed you've been able to gain control of yours so quickly, especially since the mist isn't yours. <laughs> that sly devil has been telling everyone about me, hasn't he? Noah's posture had suddenly changed, her eyes glowing with a faint golden shimmer. Nice to meet you. I take it you're the Lady in Darkness I've heard so much about? Hmm. Lady in Darkness. <laughs> no one's ever called me a lady before. <laughs> Hello, Felix. What other delightful nuggets have you learned about me? I know you itched to ride from the Dragon Shrine. Just what are your intentions with Nova? Oh, nothing that concerns you. I have plans I prefer to keep to myself until a more rewarding time. What are you going to do with her? As I said, it's not your concern. I'm closer to freedom than I've been in a long time, and I won't have you meddling and mucking it up. I give her power, and I will require a payment from her when the time is right. A ball of radiant light formed in front of her, and with a wave of her hand, it circled Felix. Know that if you get in my way, there will be consequences. She's far safer with me than without me right now. <gasps> what just happened? I, uh, had a little chat with your friend. That's not the first time she's done that, but she's never taken over my body like that. She's shaken. I can't blame her. Get her back on track. What should I do, Felix? I have a few spells I'd like you to learn. Have you ever heard of Sacred Flame? I think it's perfect for you. Back at the training ground, Briar was guiding the recruits through their basic exercises. That's good, Benfrey. Though your wrist motions are a little stiff. <laughs> Ren's cry echoed across the field as the mage hand in front of him cycled through yellow, red, and blue. Huh. That smart-ass teacher thinks cycling colors is so advanced, I can already do it no problem. Wow, so impressive. You have to scream like a banshee in order to get three colors. Truly next level, cape boy. Huh. Snark all you want, Mosshead. I just decided to only keep the coolest colors in the rotation, that's all. The yelling is for emphasis. Humoring you for three years is going to be harder than any training the school has planned. As Briar turned away, rolling her eyes, a black bubble suddenly appeared on the other end of the field. The recruits immediately began to cower behind Ren and Briar. Ah, the bad guys are back. Hey, that? Shadow Guy, is this you? Save us! Nope. I can only manipulate shadows that I'm touching. I wouldn't be able to make anything that big anyway. It's a darkness spell, you idiots. Though that doesn't tell us who it is. Best be on our guards. Suddenly, from the darkness came a familiar and whiny voice. Ugh, I told you we should have gone with the fog. They look like they're ready to kill us. Aw, oh, hell. What? Who is it? Well, wasn't the point to make a memorable entrance? They can't take their eyes off us. <sighs> a royal pain in the ass, that's who. Slowly emerging from the darkness appear the three members of Class Blue, Kira, Balthazar, and Xander. 
Sure, sure, but it's so sudden. The fog could have crept in slowly, adding to the drama. <laughs> Whatever. That would have taken all afternoon. The wind is actually blowing in a favorable direction, so there is a 73% chance that the fog would have been a more dramatic entrance than your darkness. Ha <laughs> ha! Finally, a win for Balthazar. Ugh! You two are so uncool. With a wave of her hand, Kira dispelled the darkness, revealing Rick Rivers smiling at the edge of the field. Ha ha! Now that's what I call style. I knew I'd pick some good students. Greetings, young sorceress-to-be. I'm Professor Rick Rivers, and this is Oakvale Academy's Class Blue. Class Blue? Why would another class be all the way out here? We came out here to fix Class Red's mess. Though I would say it was more than worth it for the chance to meet you. And who might you be, madame? A vine erupted from the ground and immediately wrapped itself around Balthazar's neck. My name is Briar, the final member of Class Red. Well, I'm sure the mess was mostly the other two anyway. You're far too strong. Keep your flattery to yourself, Worm. Briar released the vine and Balthazar fell to the ground, gasping for breath. <sighs> what a woman. Where is that meddling little upstart anyway? She surprised me last time, but this time, I'm not going to be fooled by her little light show. She's actually a bit busy right now, but don't worry, I'll be happy to trounce you for her. Ah, uh, this takes me back. The bickering between classmates, the formation of rivalries, the open hostility. You all are going to be such great friends one day. As if I'd lower myself to hang out with them. Oh, God. Is that what I sound like? Yeah, kinda. But at least you have that whole I-don't-normally-talk-to-people thing, so sometimes it's kind of charming. That one, however, is just a brat. You dare call me a brat? You're the one running around in that idiotic cape like some child. You all are beyond juvenile. Look, first of all, capes are awesome. And I don't know what that other word means, but I think it means that you're looking for a fight. That's exactly what I was waiting to hear, Ren. You all seem like you need to work through something or other. Nothing better for that than a friendly competition. Ha! Against these nincompoops, I won't even work up a sweat. But I'm game. There is a 78% chance that this competition will lead to us becoming stronger. I like those odds. Fine, but I get to fight the meathead. He pissed me off. Actually, you won't be fighting each other. Well, at least not directly. Wait, what does that mean? No, wait, hang on. Don't ask him about- I'm glad you asked. Welcome to the Rick Rivers Training Extravaganza. You will be competing as teams in the most cutthroat competition of them all. Tag. Uh, yep, I knew it was going to be something crazy like that. But you won't be trying to tag each other. You'll be trying to tag me! Hmm, the difficulty of this training just spiked by 49%. The rules of the game are as follows. Whichever team is able to touch me and stop me from moving for three seconds shall be the winner. The only other rule? Don't kill each other. Wait, catch you for three seconds? Huh, is that all, old man? Old man? Hang on. Not that we really need it, but Class Red is down a player. Hmm. Good point. 
Ooh, Emeka, Emeka could do it. Wait, what? You there, with the bun. You look like a capable young sorcerer. Why not join us for some Oak Vale level training? Huh? Me? I'm just a recruit. That may be your official rank, but you are leaking a large amount of mist for someone of that level. I think you may be underestimating yourself. Emeka, you're the best out of all of us. You can do it. (laughs) This is giving me goosebumps. Don't worry, newbie. Me and Mosshead over there will inspire you to greatness. After watching us for a bit, you're bound to level up. Um, okay, I guess, but don't expect me to be a huge help. Don't sell yourself short, Emeka. You're more than strong enough to hold your own. Ugh, it won't be as fun as beating that purple hair wannabe. But this should still be entertaining. Haha, <laughs> well said. Time to give the world its first taste of class blue. Hmm, there are too many unknown factors to predict an accurate outcome to this contest. Although I concur, Ren, I'm quite overwrought myself. Okay, teams have been set and the field has been cleared. Let's give these other recruits a showdown for the ages. Class Blue versus Class Red-ish. Let the Rick Rivers training extravaganza begin! Rick immediately began zipping around the arena with astounding speed. Let's end this quickly. It doesn't matter how fast he moves from us. My vines have the range and mobility to grab him. Vine bind! A circle of vines erupted out of the ground around Rick, coiling around him tightly. Ooh, this is impressive. But you're not gonna get anywhere this way. As Briar's vines tightened around Rick, he suddenly fired out of their grasp like a bar of soap would fly out of your grip. With a laugh, he began to move around once more. Ha ha! What? What just happened? <laughs> I guess it is a bit of an unfair advantage to my students since they know my legacy. All right, I'll tell you, but only once, so listen up. My legacy is friction. I am able to control the level of friction on my entire body. I can even affect the friction of things I touch, but to a lesser degree. Squeeze as tight as you want, but if I have no friction, I can always escape. Ha <laughs> ha! It's also what gives me my unique speed. Easy to run or slide around when you don't have any resistance. Now, game on! How are we supposed to catch him like that? I don't know about catching him, but a swift kick to the face ought to be enough to stop him for at least a few seconds. <laughs> Time to use this new upgrade I got. Ren pulled out a ring from his pocket, the same ring that Flint had used in his fight with Zarian. Hey, why do you have that? That's evidence, not to mention it belonged to an ex-sorcerer. Look, Teach asked me to go get it for him, but then never actually asked for it. I took that to mean that this is his apology gift for going soft on me in training. Besides, I thought you wanted to win. Fine, but if we get disqualified, I'm not defending you. Oh, please. He said no rules. Plus, this thing is going to make me move so fast he won't even know what hit him. As Ren slipped on the ring, his entire body began to hum with energy. Sparks of electricity were coming off his feet as a smile grew on his face. Ho 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 ho, now we're talking. All right, let's go. In a flash, Ren disappeared from Briar and Emeka's side. A second blur was suddenly flying around the arena, too fast to see for more than a few moments at a time. Suddenly, Ren appeared in the air right in front of Rick. His boots headed right for Rick's head. 
Ooh, you're quite fast. I like you, kid. You've got spark. Literally. Ha! I've got more than just that, old man. Phoenix foot! Ren's heel connected with Rick's face, but slid right off. Ren suddenly crashed to the ground while his target skated off. Ha <laughs> ha! Who's an old man now? That was a nice try, kid, but no friction means your hits slide off me easier than butter on a hot piece of toast. Uh, okay, now I'm fired up. Let me at him, I'm gonna pulverize this slippery geezer. Wait, you dunderhead. This is getting us nowhere. We need to work together. All right. Well, when you think of a plan, I'm all ears. What, no help from you? Look, I just do the punching, okay? Don't ask me for help in the brains department. That's you and Twinkle's job. Well, don't look at me either. Annoying to admit, but Zarian was right when he said I needed to work on cooperation. I'm still new to this team strategy thing. Ugh, crap. We're in a bit of a bind here. What do you think we're going to do? Uh, guys, I think I might actually have an idea. At the edge of the arena, the other recruits were cheering and shouting as if watching a sporting match. Jeez, this looks impossible. I hope those three can pull it together. I'm worried about the other team. Across the field, Class Blue had yet to move from their starting location. They seemed to be carefully observing the match. Oh, would you look at that? They're getting nowhere. Pathetic. Xander, what do you see? After observing, I am now able to more accurately analyze Professor Rivers' movement. Though it is still quite the conundrum, isn't it? How do you catch the uncatchable? How about a really big glove? Not the time, you dipwit. We need a plan. With your legacy, Kira, all we need is for you to touch him once and it's over. But he is far too fast for us. We need to trap him somehow. Oh, oh, what if he were to be suggested to trap himself? Analyzing data. Based on his actions thus far, Professor is 97% likely to use avoidance first and foremost against any attack. Hmm. So if we plan it out right, we can lure him to a specific location. <laughs> I have a plan. Now listen up, dweebs. Class Blue came into a huddle as Kira revealed her plan. <laughs> I can now see an outcome. This plan is 89% sure to give us the win. <laughs> of course it will. It's time to show the world the power of the mighty Balthazar. All right then, Class Blue, let's move. With that, Class Blue spread out in different directions across the arena, with Xander in a crash course with Rick. <laughs> I was worried you had too much time to watch me. Got my movements nearly memorized, don't you? Correct, Professor. And though I won't be able to stop you, I can certainly get in your way. Xander began to zip around the Professor, attacking him with a string of ineffective but consistent punches. Whoa! That little guy has a lot of fight in him. He moves around almost like Ram does. With my legacy, I can perceive, understand, and even predict statistics in anything. Given enough time, I can analyze any subject. I may not be able to hit or damage you, but I have a concrete image of where you'll be moving, so I can always be right up in your face. Hmm. This won't win them the contest, but it is certainly distracting. I wonder... Out of the corner of his eye, Rick suddenly saw her. Hi there, Professor. Standing right in Rick's path was Kira, and in front of her, she extended two skeletal hands. Whoa, I thought the Oakville Headmaster was the only person able to summon multiple mage hands. Ha! I'm 
able to conjure two hands by combining Mage Hand with the spell Chill Touch. It drains your life force. <laughs> Contact is enough to trigger the ability, so it won't matter if they just slide off. The energy they drain won't be enough to stop you, but it will be enough to slow you down. Though, it's actually my real hands. You shouldn't be worried about it. <laughs> Ah, so that's it. Xander is slowly and subtly guiding me towards Kira. If I'm slowed by her spell, she might be able to touch me. And with her human puppet legacy, with one touch it's over. <laughs> Smart plan. If I didn't know her secret. Rick Rivers' signature style, criminally smooth. Suddenly, Rick's foot made solid contact with the ground. He then rocketed off in a completely different direction from Kira. Whoa, he gave friction back to his foot for just long enough to change his direction. He's got incredible mastery of his legacy. <laughs> Perfectly planned. Suddenly, Balthazar sprung up right in front of Rick's new trajectory. Surprise, Professor! Take this! Smoke ring! A ring of thick purple smoke suddenly sprung around Balthazar and Rick. <laughs> you fell for it. We knew you would be extra careful around Kira and her powers. So much so that you forgot all about me. Around us is a thick cloud of toxic gas. Not lethal enough to kill you, obviously. But one breath is enough to knock you out cold. There's nowhere left to run. Misty step! Suddenly, Kira had teleported herself inside the ring of smoke right in front of her professor. I've learned and mastered a huge number of spells, all to support my legacy. Cause when you fight with me, one touch and it's over. <laughs> and with a lazy swipe of her hand, Kira reached out towards Rick. Sorry, Teach, but at least we got to show you how skilled your students are. <laughs> but as she grasped, her hand only touched empty air as Rick was gone. What? Where did he go? Way over here! Rick waved to his students as he fastly slid away from their trap. But my gas! How did you get past it? Ah, oh, that was a great trap, kids. Could have worked on almost anyone. But when I say I control the friction of my body, I mean all of it. I turned the friction off inside my lungs. Your toxins went inside and then slipped right back out again. Better luck next time. Xander! I thought you said this plan had a 90% chance of getting us the win. I said it had an 89% chance of working. And that's the funny thing about chances. Even a small chance is still a chance. It appears we are living in the 11%. Holy cow, can nothing stop this guy? Back at the other end of the arena, Class Red-ish had been watching Class Blue's trap. They all had a wicked smile painted on their faces. Even Omeka had shed his normally stoic look. <laughs> hey, Rosebud, you thinking what I'm thinking? Indeed I am, Cape Boy. You ready, boys? Ha! You bet. I think so. Okay, here we go. Fungal wall! With a scatter of spores, a huge wall of mushrooms suddenly sprung up in the half circle around Rick, trapping him on one side. Hey! That sultry mink stole my move! <laughs> Thanks for the idea, you toxic toad. Hey, I thought we agreed on trees. I hate mushrooms. Spores are easier to spread, you meathead. Now go! Oh yeah, hang on. Clinging tightly to Ren's back was a mecha. Ren rocketed off in Rick's direction. Hmm, this again? 
With this wall, my movement options are limited, but he still can't hit me. Their plan must have something to do with the kid on his back. He looks like he's forming something in his hands. Well, I'll just slide right off Ren in a different direction. Whatever he's forming won't be able to hit me. Rick began to charge headfirst at Ren, but just as they were about to collide, Ren weaved out of his way, passing Rick. This is your moment, Top Knot. Lay it on him. Emeka had shaped his shadow into a set of dark chains, and Ren had dropped him off right in the middle of Rick's shadow. Wait, a shadow user? The sun! Dark shackles. Emeka used the dark chains to attach Rick's shadow to the shadow of the mushroom wall. I mostly manipulate my own shadow, but I can affect others as well. I can't move! Feels like my body is wrapped in chains and tied to something really, really heavy. I have to break free. Three, two, one, game over. Class Red wins! As the recruits cheered, Class Red celebrated. Rick tensed his body and the shackles chaining his shadow burst apart. Pretty slick moves, you three. Young man, your shadow legacy is something to behold. You are far too strong to be stuck at the recruit level. I'll look into your placement once I'm back at Oakvale. Oh, really? Uh, thanks, sir. Though, as you can see, my contracts aren't very durable. Hey, nothing a little soul-crushing, unending training can't fix. Those are some serious skills there, Top Knot. Shadow legacies are strong, but they take an insane amount of work to just even use. You're going to be a master in no time if you keep growing at this rate. Couldn't have said it better myself, Ren. This is the true beauty of sorcery education system. Rivals who push yourself to grow stronger. Friends who encourage you to fight harder. And of course, the world-class teachers who know how to bring out your full potential. Is that why you wanted us to play your silly little game? So we all become friends and get all soft on each other. Nope. Friends, rivals, or even enemies. Doesn't matter to me what your bonds are, just that you have bonds. They make you the person you're meant to be. You know, even though we lost, I do feel inexplicably happy. Seeing you in action, Ren, opened up so many more possibilities to me. <laughs> hey, you got some good moves there yourself, short stuff. I'd be happy to show you all I got up close and personal. I love a good fight. Yes, as do I. I am more than happy to admit defeat to such a beautiful goddess. After all, my technique was the one who gave her the idea for the win. So isn't that just as good as victory? Somehow our victory feels worse now. You people are all crazy. Bonds to make us stronger? The real world is in some childhood fantasy land. You people clearly don't know how much attachments to other people can hurt you. Actually, two days ago I would have agreed with you. But recently, someone came along who opened my eyes a little. Ah, don't worry, Kira. We'll crack that rough exterior of yours. Like Briar said, one day someone will come along and change your perspective on the world. Ugh, whatever. We all had our little game. Now let's grab the prisoner and go home already. I'm tired of smelling like the outdoors. Yeah, about that. Zarian hasn't checked in today. If he's still out looking around for evidence, that alone is enough to worry me. Plus, we can't leave this place unprotected while he and Felix are busy, so Class Blue is spending the night. Oh, perfect. Spend the rest of your day however you wish. But make sure you save some time for some good old-fashioned dorm bonding. <laughs> and with a hearty laugh, Rick skated off towards town. The two classes stared at each other for a moment. 
Then they were overrun with a wave of recruits coming to meet them. Seriously? Some of you guys are downright scary. Makes me glad I'm on the support sorcery track. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are indeed something, aren't we? I didn't even get to show off my true power. Yeah, honestly, I don't know how to beat any of you if we were fighting each other. Oh, don't you worry about that part. Teach said we get to spend the rest of the day however we want. And that means you just became the second member of Ren's super epic training hell. We're going to train you twice as hard as Twinkles to make up for the lost time. Oh, um, hooray? Hmm, I'd like to join that training session if you don't mind. Or at least watch to collect some data. (laughs) All of you are welcome to observe my glory. I'm going to work you so hard that your lungs burst. Well, you can count me out. I've already worked enough for one day. What I need is a nice, relaxing bath. Oh, washrooms are through the common door back at the dorms. There's only one private bathroom, and if you wait your turn, I bet you can use it. Yeah, waiting isn't really my thing. I think I'll just have a friendly chat with whoever is up to use it next. (laughs) And with that, she walked off towards the dorms, not looking back once. (sighs) This was fun and all, but uh, I wish Twinkles could have been here. She does add a certain something to the mood, doesn't she? I, I, uh, I hope she's doing okay. Ah, she'll be fine. I have a feeling we weren't the only ones getting stronger. Perhaps you're right. All right, that's enough musing. Time to train. Why don't we start with all of you coming at me at once? Back in the forest, Nova was indeed getting stronger. Far stronger than her friends realized. First, Nova, I'd like you to show me your mage hand again. And before them, Nova's dark mage hand, speckled with shining gold, manifested. Remember how I said your mist is reflected in your mage hand? I want to show you mine, unaffected. Mage hand! Felix's mage hand appeared once again, but this time it was a deep, transparent blue, and in the palm of the hand was a small, bright, glowing orb. Whoa, your mage hand looks a lot like mine. That's right. I'm sure Zarian told you that my legacy is called Beastbeak, but me mist manipulates radiant energy. It's fairly rare, but powerful. Sacred Flame uses radiant energy. It makes a flame-like radiance rain down on a target of your choice. Here's how I want you to learn it. Felix walked over to a large rock on the other side of the clearing and pulled out a bottle. Felix walked back to Nova and outstretched their hand with a... Sacred Flame! A bright light appeared in the air, like a tiny asteroid. It fell through the sky, leaving a trail of flame falling straight through the opening of the bottle, causing the bottle to combust from the inside. Give me a moment. Mending. With a hand on the largest remaining shard of glass, the bottle magically reformed to its original state. That's a nifty little cantrip for you. Now you try. Okay. Sacred flame. A sacred flame fell from the sky, just like Felix's. But Nova's was too large and simply shattered the bottle. Like that? Impressive. However, there's more to a spell than just casting it. I want you to work on finessing this spell, making the flame small enough to fall through the bottle, but large enough and fast enough to destroy the bottle from the inside. Now why don't you try out that new cantrip I showed you and try again. Mending. Hey, it worked! Excellent. Now I want you to try and make your sacred flame as small as you can. From what I've seen from your astral beam, you can only either switch it on or off and not control the energy used. I want you to try that with Sacred Flame first. Nova tried once again, 
But it was the same. A large blast of flame, destroying the bottle. Again. I want you to feel connected to the spell even after the mist has left your body. That's it. The mist is always a part of me, even if it's in a different form. She's quick. I'm impressed she's going to surpass Zarian someday. I just know it. Sacred flame! A small bead of light and fire shot down from the sky, landing perfectly inside the bottle, without breaking it. Yes! I did it! Perfect. Now you just have to combine the two at the exact moment you need to change it. Oh, just you wait. I'll have it done in no time. Nova spent the rest of the day training with Felix, with Felix giving her more and more difficult tasks. Again, but faster. Sacred flame! The sun was beginning to set behind the mountains, but Nova showed no signs of slowing down. Nova, it's getting late. I think we can try again in the morning. No, I'm not stopping until I can do this. Sacred flame! A few more hours passed. Sacred flame! Sacred flame! Until finally... Sacred flame. Nova tossed the bottle into the air with a small bead of light tracing around it like a firefly until the last second it flew inside and... Excellent work, Nova. I've been teaching recruits for a while now. I'm impressed you could master that so quickly. Felix turned to see Nova fast asleep on the forest floor, snoring loudly. I get some rest. You earned it. Come on, I'll carry you back to the domes. <sighs> As Felix knelt down to lift Nova, a booming sound echoed down the mountain. Felix looked up in the light of the full moon to see a massive, severed chunk of the mountain split apart from the rest. A landslide? But how? It doesn't matter, it's heading straight towards the village. Warlock, Episode 7, Master Your Power, Nova's Training. Nova is voiced by Claire Clausen. Ren and Balthazar by Nick Akins. Briar by Jackie Webb. Indy by Marina Hart. Ameka by Daniel Ole. Felix by Layla Ortiz. Rick by Isaac Otterman. Xander by Jeremy Cobb. Kira by Shelby Hall. Skarn by Matthew Quattlebaum. Mendel and Zarian by Zachary Burrell. Special thanks to Wizards of the Coast. Follow us at WarlockDND on Twitter and Instagram. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review on your preferred platform. Thank you for listening. Next time on Warlock. With the looming destruction of the village, the instructors have their hands full trying to save everyone they can. But the true threat invades the training center as Skarn and his warriors search for Nova. Mm, let me at him. I'll take on all of these weaklings. I think we might be a little outnumbered here. And where in the hell is Twinkles? Battle at the Dorms. Skarn attacks. Next time on Warlock.